0: Triple What's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation podcast. It's the 15th 15th of November, 2020. Where shall I begin? Let me start here, alright? There is a movie that my... uh, Based on a book... My son is reading right now in 8th grade. It's called The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Reminded me when he first told me about it of... The Man in the Black Pajamas, dude. A worthy fucking adversary. Excerpt from... uh, The Big Lebowski. Right? When Jeff Bridges' character... Or no, sorry. John Goodman's character... Walter Sobchak is a kind of a interesting character, everybody knows somebody like him. Anyway, he says that to the dude who is Jeff Bridges, just a chill out guy, trying to take it easy, burned out from Vietnam era, whatever and Walter Sobchak supposedly was a Vietnam vet and this is what he says, right? Recollecting upon the Viet Cong, who would dress characteristically in black pajamas. That was their camouflage. They would, that's how we identified them. Of course, we were we were wearing woodland camouflage in that conflict. Anyway, the boy in the striped pajamas. Sam says, you want to watch the movie? We said, sure. And that was our evening movie. My wife was uh, pretty much exhausted from a day where having woken up at six o'clock to have Lily at a cheer competition or a cheer practice and then took Lily out for her birthday which was last week Tuesday of last week took her shopping. So anyway we watched this movie the boy in the striped pajamas Excellent, excellent movie. All right, so it's about, without ruining it for you, it's about a little boy who's growing up in World War II-era Germany. His father gets a promotion. Apparently his father is um, is in the military. So he's a, he's a Nazi. He's a Nazi officer, and specifically one who is... Charged with running the Bork, um POW camps, the freaking like a I don't know uh, Auschwitz or something like that. Let's say I don't remember them mentioning a specific camp, but so the boy and the, the young family was a little boy and an older girl, maybe in her early teens. The boy was eight. And they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna move. Okay, we gotta leave our friends. And they showed all the all the boys and all the the area kids running around, uh, impersonating airplanes because air warfare, right, was a big deal right then. Bombing raids and all that stuff. And Germany was standing strong and doing their thing. And Hitler comes in and activates everybody's consciousness that, you know, it's us against the world, and so on and so forth, and he started separating people and the Jews. So they send the Jews to these concentration camps, that's a word I was searching for, and this family, um, like, oh, daddy got a promotion, let's go. And they move into this area, let's say it was Auschwitz, or Dachau, or one of the more infamous concentration camps and the boy looks outside there's no kids around Um, there's some uh, helpers basically amounted to slaves servants in the area in the the house which is like an estate and uh, there's one old guy and uh, apparently he was all stumbling around shaving head and all that shit So he was helping, was peeling potatoes and serving food and drinks and cleaning up the yard and all this stuff. The boy was trying to put this all together, figure out what's going on. Meanwhile, the daughter is kind of looking up to some of the... She's kind of a Hitler youth, you know, so she's, she's buying all the propaganda, she sees this handsome young SS soldier that's like a driver and... All this bullshit. So, the boy's bored out of his freaking gourd. He can't... um, The prisoner of war... It turned out to be a doctor... In his previous life. um, Helps him build a swing. And they're ordering this poor old guy around. And... um, Kid falls off the swing and hurts his knee. And the... The prisoner of war doctor... bandages him him up and reassures him that it's nothing that's going to keep him out of the game and he's going to be okay. And the, the mother reluctantly, you know, but compassionately says, you know, thank you for looking after my son sort of deal. So, that's like the opening scenes. And then, long story short... This kid starts to, he wants to be an explorer, so he goes out into um, the wilds of his backyard and he explores. He was forbidden to go back there, he's not supposed to go back there, but he can see what he describes as a farm to his family, but it comes into full view that it was. You know, he meets his kid over there and they're talking to each other through the wire and they become friends and he gives the kid food and the kid's young as well. He's 80, doesn't know exactly what's going on with the, you know, like, hey, my grandparents, and they, they think they got sick and I can't find my father today and all this shit. So the kids become friends and the... Nazis, the Nazi officer's kid decides that he's going to tunnel under the wire with a shovel and uh, masquerade as a prisoner of war, dress up in the cool outfit with the striped pajamas and help this other boy, Schmuel, look for his father or his pa. Well, so he puts the friggin' hat on, he puts the striped pajamas on, he goes in there and... Like, minutes later, they take the entire contents of this one, um, you know, this hut that they're living in, stacked like freaking cordwood, all these emaciated prisoners of war. They march everybody to the gas chamber, and they're like, oh, we're gonna take a shower. Everybody take a shower together, yay! And there's all these grown men and boys and all this shit in there, standing naked, and then they show the guy with the gas mask sprinkling, um... You know, poisonous gas. You know the chemistry, the crystals or whatever, to the to make mustard gas or whatever the fuck it was, nerve gas, and they sprinkle it in. And by now, the parents, um, the SS officer and his mother, uh, and the rest of the family are looking for him. He's missing. They were supposed to leave that day because the the wife had. She'd grown tired of the bullshit and wasn't believing in it, and and uh, was embarrassed of, the, of of actually what her husband was doing in this camp, you know, with this promotion, quote unquote. So they're about to head back to Berlin or somewhere else with fam- stay with family while the the father carried out his orders as a you know dedicated SS soldier officer. So the kid goes under, they go. The, they get marched to the gas chamber, you know, it comes down to the wire, the family's running in there trying to find out where the kid is, and, and that's it. The door of the gas chamber was closed, and they gassed all these fucking poor people, and this boy was among them. And so what a tremendous story, an important story to watch, to read, what have you to turn your attention to a reminder of what human beings are capable of a story of about a lot of themes all right so there's warfare right and then there's humanity and friendship between the two boys and brainwashing and horrors like all the all the elements of human nature are intertwined in this story and it's extremely important i don't know if it's true but it might as well be people are people. And when you're young, you're naive. You don't think that, uh, people could ever be that, that cruel. You don't understand why, why war exists and why people aren't getting along. But even today, think about it. Think of the way we treat other cultures or other people who look differently than us or live in a different society. We look at them as the enemy, just like the Nazis, uh, refer to the Jews as the enemy and attack their character and so on and so forth. You know, they're dirty, they stole from us, they blasphemed whatever our God, they, they you know, cause us all these problems, they're different, we're going to have to get rid of them finally, the final solution, right? So absolutely ridiculous. And these two boys didn't, you know, they weren't so wise to what was going on But they wound up uh, meeting an untimely end because of the horrors of man and what we're capable of. And at the closing scene, you show the mother screaming her son's name and the father standing outside the gas chamber just missed the opportunity to save his son's life and maybe reflecting upon the reality of the situation and life on earth, which is that it's precious. And we have more in common than we have differences. So I think it's one of the most important movies that I've seen on the subject of the Holocaust ever. I know that there's like Schindler's List and a long list of um, of other Holocaust movies, but usually they're happy endings, right? You see that the, uh, you know, we go, we storm in and we put a stop to the concentration camps and we free all these people that were persecuted and killed and reveal the, hy- the atrocities. And that was a very noble thing to do. One of our shining moments in American history. Um, but of course we committed our own atrocities. You know, We dropped bombs on two frickin' gigantic cities. In Japan. Industrial settings where we went to kill... Um, we, in the process of doing so, we killed a lot of people, a lot of civilians, people that had nothing to do with, or maybe didn't even agree with the conflict. So a movie like that makes me think about the angel and the devil on each of our shoulders. I've talked about this concept before, the shadow, you know, that part of us that we don't like to think exists or that we don't want to acknowledge, but we all have that. I think that the key to our understanding our humanity and being able to function properly in society and actually surviving as a species should involve our, our reflection of this, our acknowledgement of the shadow. How is it possible that somebody could do that, could take other human beings and imprison them in a camp, we're talking about civilians, and torture them and undernourish them and beat them and use them as slaves, and then finally, um, you know, march them to their death? It's absolutely ridiculous but it's happened many times in society you know I'm watching I might have mentioned I'm watching uh, Ken Burns America We The People that's on Amazon Prime for free or if you're a Prime member it's free as are a bunch of his other um, documentaries definitely something to check out um they're absolutely awesome but you know they're talking about and and illustrating history and of course we've gone from this is like a maybe a 12 part series something like that that talks about from the moment that we stepped foot in the new world and our encounters with the indians and our settling and the uh, dispute the revolutionary war with britain and uh, then we fought ourselves and killed you know Americans fricking from the north and south, killed each other, and how that was that battle was won by the by the union and slavery and all that shit and then uh so that was crazy the civil war and segments, and then we talk about industrialization and the upside to that, and then the, when the bottom dropped out in the Great Depression, and then how World War II, we got um, involved in that when the Japan, Japanese hit us in Pearl Harbor, and then the, um, the Germans as well, we got into it with them. And so I guess, you know, without... Everybody has heard of these things, and they perhaps studied these things, remember them from history class and various movies, but we have an extremely bloody history. We have... I mean, are, are, are we capable of make, playing nice and really using our, all this extra brain material that we possess? Or are we just doomed to, this, to repeat these sorts of scenarios... Hopefully we can learn from history, you know. Sometimes you wonder. Because, again, this very moment, we're, we've got, we're involved, America's involved in various conflicts, the world across, and, you know, we're trying to, we're certainly trying to uh, safeguard our sovereignty and all that we hold sacred in the United States. But in the process, a lot of people get shit on there's a lot of people within our boundaries that aren't getting a fair shake. And all of our history or the you know, the history of the Lady Liberty and immigrants coming in by the millions and making this country and making this country great, our diversity doing that. And now we're at the point where we're I understand if we can't take any more, obviously the population's growing and the world's becoming more complex, but now we're kind of shutting our doors to the immigrants and, and regarding them once again as uh, dirty or, um, you know, undesirable. Some people are anyway. A lot of people are are not having that. But uh, anyway, it's important to watch movies like this, I think. And uh, it certainly moved me. And I'm watching it and I'm Looking at the naïve, there's one scene scene where the boy, the Nazis, uh, Nazi officer's son, he was, of course, he had had struck up a friendship and given this this, uh, concentration camp boy all kinds of meals and snacks and shit, and when they would meet across the fence, they would uh, exchange these things. So at one point, this uh Nazi, young Nazi driver guy, character, dickhead, he um he caught the two talking and when the boy came to work at the house and he said, you know, who is this boy? Why are you giving him food? And the the prisoner boy said, oh, we're, you know, he, we, we meet all the time. He's my friend. He gives me food. And when questioned, the officer's son says, oh, no, i never seen this boy before in my life. He took all that food. He's lying. And then he ran into his room and he, he cried because uh, he was ashamed of his behavior. And I was pissed. So when I say this movie moved me, it most certainly did that. It pointed out, you know, the decisions that we all have to make every day, whether we choose the truth, or whether we choose the the light or the darkness. It's up to us. But don't we should never assume that uh, that we are incapable of some of the horrors that have been committed across history because history can repeat itself and we have to learn and we have to cooperate and we have to choose um the right to do what's right and sometimes that is hard so anyway check out that movie i think it was a great movie and it's it teaches us a lot of teachable moments there all right love and respect I got to go see if CBS has any uh, paper towels.